three, two. Welcome to another episode of Wolf Takes a Bite Podcast with your host, John Wolf, and co-host, Devin Gray. Oh. Uh, today we're talking about Bob Lazar. We're going to talk about Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. Let me tell you a little something about Bob. Are you? Do you believe? Tell me about Robert Lazar. <laughs> do you believe? I don't. Really? In Bob? See, this is a weird episode, guys, because uh, actually I don't believe in Bob either. I climbed into the hills. I, I would, I'm romantic. I would like Bigfoot to exist. One type is about three feet tall, very dark, not humanoid at all, yet lizard looking. The creatures that I have seen mostly have been the, uh, the greys. To the search for truth, little grey men, little grey men from outer space who actually abduct humans. Oh shit! <laughs> Yo, so I don't know if you know this, um, but one of the big things that we do—I uh, was gonna wait until episode five to start doing it with your show. But one of my favorite things to do—it's um, it, just ripped it right out of Marvel's book—is do a after after the the you know music rolls at the end. Put like one of the funny pre-shows that we're gonna start at this episode. That's gonna go right after after we've already had the episode. You're just gonna hear this. Um, <laughs> you totally flipped on that. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm like, I'm like sixty forty. Because first off, out of all the things that we're gonna talk about on this podcast, I believe in aliens for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Kind of you know, gray man, uh, crazy. Um, Maybe thought from another ship down to earth. The, the, you you start to see a theme. <laughs> um, do I believe his story? I don't know. Of all of the, what the fuck was that? That wasn't me. See, the fucking FBI is already on our shit. <laughs> <clears throat> we just picked up one of their microphones. Apparently, yeah, yeah. they're outside of the van. <laughs> they they got the fucking little the laser microphone. Oh, it's like through the window. We're fucked. Um, no, but FBI, open up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like. Of all the like UFO stories I've heard, I believe his the most. So I'm 60-40. However, I also think this dude could definitely be full of shit. So we're kind of we're kind of on opposite ends here. What's yeah. your what's your whole take? Well, Bob Liar, I mean Lazar, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think is probably the most controversial topic in the UFO community to date. Yeah, I mean I could see that. I mean. His well, we should probably get some background. Did you do you, you want to? I'll, I'll I'll you take the background and I'll me, take the contract. Let me let me blast this off here. Blasting off. <laughs> Let's take a bite. Let's take a bite. Sorry, that was your line. It's fine. It's so, so good hearing you say it. All right, let's 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 paint the picture here. May fifteenth, nineteen eighty nine. Bob appears on TV under the alias Dennis with his identity hidden. That was redundant. <laughs> he announces Area 51 has nine spacecraft, more specifically uh, an area of Area 51 called S-4. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are testing these craft. He mostly works in the propulsion uh, and the with the power source. Um, and, and so he's basically going on live television and he's, you know, announcing this to the world, but he wants to keep his shit hidden. Um, here's something weird. Why did he feel the need to hide his identity? Then go on to say which area he was working in 
on a highly secret small group of people. Yeah. That's an interesting. See, I I took <laughs> I took I took notes that are pro and con of this guy because okay. I, I can't get a reading on him. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so we, again, let's, his background though is peppered with confusion. So he contradicts himself all the time. Like, I disagree. So Bob Lazar, when he before he supposedly worked at S four, mm-hmm. he built a jet engine. Uh huh. Bike. Yeah, he did this before he was even an adult. He was do- he built uh, his first jet engine um, in Florida when he was still living with his parents. Yes, and yeah. his mom thought he was going to blow up the house. And it's not imagine, surprising. <laughs> imagine just being in a quiet suburb neighborhood and then hearing boosh, boosh from yeah. a fucking jet bike. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Bob, after that, he... He interviewed with several different places, and he says he received a master's degree in physics at MIT. Mm-hmm. But according to the, now I'm going to fuck this up, Alamogordo Daily News. Yes, I said it. <laughs> Alamogordo Daily News ran a cover story on Bob and his jet-powered Honda. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we're kind of jumping around a bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> um so uh, yeah, he went to he, he went to college. Um, he he got two different degrees, Caltech and MIT. Yeah, way um, two different places, by the way. Um, and then and then he then he went to um, he went to work at a place called uh, Los Alamos Labs, um, and he was working on a par- particle accelerator. That's right, like the one he built in his bedroom, supposedly. Yeah, supposedly, supposedly. Again, when we're talking about this guy, this is all supposedly, right? Um. What I'll say about Los Alamos is uh, they denied him ever working there. Um, but then when the news outlets uh, contacted him uh, and they said they had no record, uh, later a company phone book was analyzed and Bob's name appeared next to other scientists. So hmm. Did they lie? I don't know. Is the government covering him up because he opened everything up? You're the perfect guy to talk about that. Right. <laughs> uh, and another thing about the colleges is – that they also say that they have no record, and his whole thing is is like, you, man, we're getting some weird shit happening. Uh, <laughs> this is so fucking weird. Los Alamos Labs uh, and, and particle acceleration at that time would have been on the cutting edge of, of technology, and his whole thing is, do you think they would have just hired me out of fresh out of high school? And to his credit, yeah, that doesn't really make much sense. No. He and, probably would have been to college. And then, again, his whole thing of, like, again, going to Caltech and MIT, mm-hmm. I have, I don't want to go too much into my anti-botter, uh, bobbing, I guess. I, well, I don't know if I can say it. Bob Lazaring? I don't want to go into my anti-Bob Lazaring just <laughs> yet because I want to give – the idea that yeah he might have done some of this stuff and yes there might be a chance at a cover up. So skipping forward just a little bit into his life, let's say all right he's already now working for S four. Yeah. Um, this is what Bob supposedly did there. Bob was told to work on a high energy antimatter reactor. Crazy. According to Bob and his lab partner at S four Barry, which. God, if you're going to make up a fucking name, try harder. <laughs> <laughs> had discovered at one of the many, uh, that they had discovered at one of the many aircraft at S4. So one of the alien spaceships was supposedly found in an archaeological dig, mm. picked up by the government, moved out. Supposedly the other aircraft around there, some of them were like the ones from Roswell 
in New Mexico and uh, a couple other famous crash landing sites. <clears throat> and then they were being repurposed and worked on. That's what Bob was supposed to be doing. He was the antimatter engine core <laughs> expert. <clears throat> now, they claimed at the, that the base of the reactor was a cyclotron, which, of course, is a particle accelerator that runs inside a constant magnetic field. The reactor was powered by the element 115, which is a heavy element not known on Earth. Yeah. They said that. See, That's he where he started to lose me, though. When he first said, when he first came out with his story and he was talking about this element, um, it wasn't, not the entire scientific community was like, that doesn't exist. That's not a real thing. And then years later, decades later, it turns out, oh, this is actually, <clears throat> it's on the periodic table now. It is. Now, it's also has a different name on the periodic table. It's yeah, called Muscovium. Yeah. Is that what it is? It's called Muscovium. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't bother looking that up. So, and I'll get Element into 115 the, sounds so much cooler. It does. <laughs> and I'll get into why I he loses me on his science when it comes to Element sure, 115. Sure, uh, Especially as far <clears throat> back as this was, like in the 80s and 90s. Like, this was unheard of. So, Bob said the reactor worked on Element 115, right? He said the uh, reactor works by smashing protons into element 115, creating an antiproton, which is where the craft gets its power. Bob called the craft he was working on the sports model of these alien spacecraft, which was 52 foot in diameter. Inside the craft, there were three seats for creatures that were only roughly three feet tall. So very, very small. Bob also said that in the lower deck... There were anti-gravity amplifiers and mm -hmm. gravity emitters. Yeah. The reactor Fucking wild. This reactor supposedly sat in between those two um, units and produces the gravity fields, and the, which is creating the force for the lift using an antimatter reactor. So instead of the craft moving through space, it creates a gravitation distortion in front of it, and all the matter around it pulls the ship to its target. Yeah, so let's talk about that for a second. So, yeah. like, the, the whole thing is, like, you know, instead of, like, like what we use on, on Earth, like, there's always something that pushes our craft forward, jet engine, rocket, whatever. And what this does instead is creates a weird gravity distortion in front of the craft, and that's what's pulling it, which is weird as fuck. And crazy if that kind of technology really does exist, because you're talking about a, a civilization of creatures that can manipulate gravity. Which at that at that point you can do pretty much whatever you want. If you can manipulate gravitational fields, you can manipulate space time itself. Yeah, it's. I mean, you're really talking about some. I mean, because like when we say things like, "Oh, well, you can't move as fast as light speed and all that stuff," but at that point you're not even on the same field of as light. You're manipulating matter everything like <clears throat> it's crazy it's now, insane that is a very sound like i would have to say that would be the most sound plausible explanation for how these alien spacecraft moved according to all reports of visual uh sightings of these things they move from point a to point b extremely quick like faster mm -hmm. than a blink of an eye the only way you could do that is if everything around you moved and you stayed still yeah yeah yeah, yeah which yeah. would be a gravitational force reduction that makes sense. <laughs> Gravitational force reduction. You're making a little sauce. Reduction uh -huh. of gravity. Oh, okay. Like reduce 
like a like the sauce. <laughs> I swear to God. Science. Sciency. <laughs> Go on, sorry. It still makes sense in my head. I don't know. But now I'm, I'm thinking about shit. food. Now I'm thinking yeah, about now, sauce. Now, yeah, now I'm thinking about the, I'm getting lost in the sauce, baby. You're lost in the sauce. Bob sauce. <laughs> I hated that. Oh, my God. Okay. Now, I'm no science nerd. <laughs> okay. But his claim... With the the force graviton re, uh, reduction, <laughs> it makes the most sense. Yeah, um, yeah, I I can agree. Now, uh, because of the issues with S four, uh, that you know, with Bob working there, he took a bus mm-hmm. uh, and a plane to it go was to all work. Out. Yeah, and they, <clears throat> they they literally cart his ass all over the fucking place so nobody can track apparently other, other area 51 employees have confirmed that that's and you can see they have pictures even like in the last decade of these planes that blacked out windows yeah so uh, that's confirmed that is that is a real thing and that's how they get to work and now bob Which, didn't have a regular work schedule he didn't never know when he was going to go in yeah they talked about that too that was weird yeah so it's like you just get a call at some random time and says you're needed at the lab at 0400 hours, and you yeah. have to be there. There's going to be a car that's going to pick you up. Yeah. It's weird. It, it's very... Bizarre. Bizarre. <laughs> Bizarre. <laughs> no one's listening to this. The fucking puns. <laughs> after, the four, after the fourth or fifth pun, people were like, all right, we got to get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> all right. So with all this weird shadiness, Bob's wife didn't know... And this is all according to Bob, by the way. Bob's wife didn't know about where he was going, what all this was. So, <laughs> S4. Oh, I thought you were going to say she was cheating on him when she was. I am. <laughs> Come on. All right. So, uh, S4 felt that there was an issue at home. Yeah. Bob was unaware, mm-hmm. blissfully. So, because of the <laughs> issues with S4 and his wife. He did feel that it was the right thing to do to tell his story. Now, Bob's wife, on the other hand, felt like there was something else she needed to do. Her flight instructor. (laughs) Big Rod Jeremy. So, S4 stopped calling Bob into work, and he had no idea why. When he finally figured it out, they were like, well, it's because your wife's been cheating on you, and we thought you would be a security risk. Well, now you are, because now he does. (laughs) Now he knows. He had no idea before that, though. So his wife was cheating on him with the flight instructor. What we're trying to say is it was in the government's best interest to keep her secret, and and they they were like, nah, bro. They're like, nah, she's cheating on you, bro. Also, you're fired. (laughs) (laughs) Because she's cheating on you. Um, So Bob found out when he found out that was the real reason that she was banging her flight instructor. (laughs) Fucking notes. Pause. Pause, Lazar. Pause Lazar. Pause Lazar. Pause Lazar. Cool. Now it's in. (laughs) So Bob contacted his local CBS affiliate and told his story to George Nab. His face and voice were hidden, and he used the pseudonym Dennis. 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 Also, horrible name. (laughs) They didn't even change his voice in that interview. Not even. Not even a little bit. bit. The worst thing is, I don't know why he chose the name Dennis, because apparently his his supervisor at S4 was named Dennis. He was taking the piss. 
he was named Dennis. So Bob, after this interview, got a phone call from his former boss. It's like, yo, you're Dennis. Fucked. And he was told verbatim, do you have any idea what we're going to do to you now? Yeah, that's winch is ominous as fuck if you're hearing that from the government. But also you're fired. <laughs> so now there's loads of claims of Bob having personal. Uh, now there is loads of claims of Bob having personal history files. Records erased by the government. This is all according to Bob. He says the government's been uh, attacking him. They've shut down his business. They've Mm -hmm. raided him many, many times. And this is where he loses me. Not that that's not possible, Mm -hmm. but it's. I think it's just there's so many inconsistencies to his story that just doesn't seem to make sense. So let's also. um, We are all over the place. I figured we'd go through the timeline, and we're jumping everywhere. But hold on, wait. Wait a second. Now, S4 needed to, they they wanted to test flights. They wanted to do test flights, right? And they used uh, traffic statistics to figure out that Wednesday nights were the slowest around that, the whatever highway that comes close to S4. Um, and so they used that to figure out that Wednesday nights had the, the the least amount of traffic, so they knew that there would be the least opportunity for anybody to see. And Bob knew this and brought his friends to go watch these these tests. Yeah, he and, knew the flight schedules, yeah. Yeah, and they filmed it. Mm-hmm. And what do you see? Did you see the video? No, I haven't seen the video. <laughs> I, I would assume since it was like, what was it, the 80s or yeah something like that, like 90s. we're probably yeah. not going to see anything anyway because – the film quality was probably garbage, but I mean, if, is that to be believed? Because if that's to be believed, I mean, that's well, okay. So supposedly they were working on uh, this is S four's cover story anyway. What they were actually doing was working on plasma emitters and sending out beams of plasma into the ionosphere and in outer space. For what reason? Testing the effects of a focused particleized plasma beam. Okay. See if it can be obviously weaponized or used as propulsion or used for whatever. When you shoot high energy photons of plasma into the atmosphere, plazar <laughs> of plasma into the atmosphere. Please don't rate us one star. <laughs> Please do not as rate do not rate us one Lazar. <laughs> um so when you shoot that kind of energy beam into the atmosphere, it's gonna create an amazing light show. Listen, it's early in the morning. I know. <laughs> this is off the rails. No, no, no. Keep going. Keep going. Tell me more. In the videos and in, in the supposed sightings of these craft, all you see is these giant, brightly lit balls of fire in the sky. Okay. Again, just could be them igniting the plasma. Okay, but why did he... If that's true, then he would have, at the very... that still proves that he was there and worked in this facility because he he still knew what night they were going to be doing these tests. Or he has spent enough time out in the desert around Groom Lake doing <laughs> acid and figured <laughs> out when this shit actually happened, okay? Okay, that's fair point. Is it polarizable? <laughs> How many more? How many more can we get away with? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's plaz, <laughs> All right, all right, all right, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what about, what about the whole thing about him possibly stealing, 
uh, some Element 115 from Los Alamos. So I did some scientific research on this. Okay. We'll get to that. So in 1990, this is a little bit, I want to put this in here too. This is important. In 1990, Lazar was arrested for aiding and abetting a prostitution ring. <laughs> and was reduced to a felony of pandering when he pled guilty. And I have a site here. I've cited it. It's 293031. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was ordered to do 150 hours of community service and to stay away from brothels and undergo psychotherapy. If this happened in 1990, there's no fucking way he would work for a highly classified section of the government. Okay, that happened after. He was supposedly still there. Because he, the he did the interview in 89, and so he was already fired from there. Plus, you saw the documentary, right? Yeah. So, like, it. so like, like the guy, what was it, uh, George Knapp? was saying, you know, if there was ever a time for him to retract his story and be like, yo, I'm lying, it would have been then to get himself out of prison time. But he stuck yeah. to his guns. That man got a felony. Now, I will say this. His many times as Bob continues to tell the story, <clears throat> it doesn't alter very much. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That is the only thing that I find consistent. It's been his decades. His story is still the same now as it was fucking 20 years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's that's the only reason I even pay attention to it is because it's like this man's been telling this story for decades, and it hasn't. There's been some times where he said something different, or he'll go back and be like, "Oh wait, no, let me let me retract and let me rephrase that." See, that's the thing. Like even with his Joe Rogan interview, he doesn't remember dates. Like, would you not remember no. the exact moment no. that you touched a fucking spaceship? No. I, no, it doesn't matter how significant the event is. I, dude, I don't remember my birthday. What the fuck do you mean? I think I would remember being in an alien spacecraft. I would, could tell you the I, fucking day. I don't think so. At least the week of the I, year. I, okay, I could probably give you the month. <laughs> I'm not saying exactly at 1,400 hours I, t- I touched an alien dicky D, but I'm just saying. Also, no, no, no. I don't, I, no, I disagree with you. I think that you, specifically you and me, would be so fucking mind-fucked that we wouldn't even, like, what, 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 why would we take note of what day it is? We'd be like, but, but the, what? What do you mean? No. <laughs> we wouldn't even, the date, the time of the year, that would be a second thought. Not even. It'd be like the 10th thought in your mind. And he's old as shit. <laughs> he's not that old. Dude looks like death himself. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm over-exaggerating. But, I mean, like, you start getting into an advanced age and, you know, probably, you know, like you said, hanging out on, in the desert doing some trippy stuff. See, and then this is this bugs me the heck the most. After seeing the documentary, uh-huh. I realize my glasses make me look like Bob Lazar. Yeah, you do have kind of like a Bob Lazar kind of glasses thing going. It's the 80s style frames. Uh, I don't know what uh, to do uh, about it. At least they're not thick. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's fucking off All right, so <laughs> I have all the, I have all my debunking stuff ready to go. Do you have anything else you want to say to positively reinforce Bob's ego? Uh, okay, first off, there's the whole thing about him not making any money off of this, right? So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's credible. I mean, no, it is. It is, because if you're going to make up this whole grand story Mm -hmm. go to jail Mm -hmm. over it have your life ruined by the government get raided and all that stuff and you're not even going to try to make any money off it 
He says consistently, he does say consistently, I don't even want to have any part in this. I don't even want to tell yeah. it anymore. Yeah. I don't want to be involved in it. Yeah, but then he's why st- did you come out? No, no, no. Yeah, and also to be fair, I mean, then he does show up on like the world's biggest podcast and stuff, but he's still not making any money doing it. You know what I mean? Okay. There's I, ha- no, I have stuff. There's no, there's no there's mm, So that's mm. that so you believe Blob Lazar then? No. I'm 60/40. Also, hold on one second, sir. Are you not a believer? Am I not a <laughs> trying to think of the pun? <laughs> I I don't think I'm a blazarer. <laughs> so bad. No, no, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what about the hand scans? What about the hand scanners? Okay, okay, okay. The hand scanners. Yeah, Let's talk the, about hand the hand scanners. scanners. So, so nobody he says, knows what so the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> I know we didn't set up the story. Listen, y'all are listening to us because you like us. All right, let's just be honest. This is one of those episodes. Is, you need to go watch the fucking documentary. Go watch Bob Lazar. No, what was it? What's it called? Bob Lazar, Area, Area 51, UFOs. UFOs. Yeah, yes. go watch that shit. Go um, watch it. Then first off, this. disclaimer: it's really all about the filmmaker's dick. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's just stroking it the whole time. If you really want the full story, I I recommend uh, watching his interview on. Um, Oh. On uh, uh, Joe Rogan. You know what? Why don't we just ask ask Bob now? Like, I have something here. I'm gonna get Bob Lazar on the phone here. Oh, shut and the he's fuck gonna up. tell us. <laughs> he's gonna exactly. He's gonna play a recording. <laughs> he's gonna tell us exactly his feelings on all this. Wait, 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 wait. How long is this? Not long. Okay. All right, Bob, you're on the air. Tell us shut about the fuck- this. Thirty years ago today, KLS <laughs> aired a live interview. No, no. I need you to rewind it because what I just realized is, is when we had that little sidebar, you were not muted. That's fine. When we were talking about all of this is going to get cut. (laughs) So now we got to cut this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to cut all that. Fuck. (laughs) We got to replay it. All right. I'm going to start a little bit, not quite as far back. All right. Three, two. All right. So this is going to (laughs) be. You know what I've learned? You know what I've learned? I can't. I can't. No, no, no. This is salvageable. We can save it. No, we can save this. We can save this. But what I have learned is I cannot be in charge of these episodes. I don't set it up well. I need. I need to. I should have done the setup research, but I had a lot of. I know. I know. And listen, I try. I tried. I got notes. I did it. I did the thing. I just suck at it. Next time I'll set it up. All right. All right. So welcome to another episode. <laughs> no, it's salvageable. We can do this. All right. Get Bob on the phone. Let right. him tell his story, damn it. Jesus Christ. No, no, no. This is all good. This is, this is salvageable. All right. Um, so this is Bob. A little interview that the news media did about Bob. George Knapp. And George Knapp. <clears throat> which apparently is reneging on his whole thing. Uh, so here we go. And he worked at a secret facility near Groom Lake where alien technology was being reverse engineered, that is, taken apart to figure out how it worked and whether the Pentagon could duplicate it. This is the simple drawing he made at the time. Here now I had access and was permitted to view and look at the operation of this main level with the gravity amplifiers 
and the level below. The premise seems less preposterous now. In a new documentary about Lazar, he describes in detail the spacecraft he worked on 30 years ago. The craft that I worked on, that when it's, when it's going to travel a long distance, that is how it operates. It flies along and it, it puts its belly to the target and then brings all the amplifiers to power and you know, it shoots off in that direction. It doesn't fly as it would in the science fiction movies. It flies with the belly, the bottom forward. If the description of a spacecraft tilting sounds familiar, take a look at the so-called Gimbal UFO, a video released by the Pentagon in 2017. Naval pilots encountered a fleet of these unknown craft off the coast of Florida in 2015 and have since had dozens of similar encounters. The spike in UFO incidents prompted a recent policy change by the Navy, which announced it wants to encourage its pilots to report future incidents. Pentagon officials reluctantly admitted to the New York Times 17 months ago that the military has secretly studied UFO incidents, in part so it might figure out the technology. In the gimbal video, there's a mechanistic turn against the wind without deceleration. So we have a craft without rotors, without heat signatures, without plumes, without tail fins, and certainly no tail number, moving in a way that is counterintuitive to our own aeronautics. When Bob saw that, he came to the conclusion this has to be a gravity-propelled craft, that it does mimic exactly the propulsion system that Bob Lazar described. So this, that was recent. That's the newest thing that's been released about Bob Lazar. And this is like 30 years later. So they're starting, things that he said happened 30 years ago that was unbelievable, starting to become kind of proven to truth. Yeah, and that's that's another thing that makes me want to believe him. It's like there's some things that he was saying like decades ago that are starting to make sense now. Right, and I like the hand scanners. I've worked in places where I've had a hand scanner. Now, I don't know about the bone density Yeah, the bone thing was weird, right? But there is we, Should pad. we explain it? <laughs> There is a pad with little uh, rods in the middle. You stick uh -huh. your fingers in it, and you put your hand on it, and it whoop, scans your motherfucking hand and gets your handprint, and then it allows you into secured areas. I've worked for security companies where we've had that before. So the one that Bob was talking about decades ago, you put your hand on a scanner, and it's not like reading your fingerprints. It uses light to check for bone density, which I guess is... Spe it's like your everybody's hand is like a snowflake. Everybody's bone density Fuck is no. different. I know it was a little far fetched for me also, but then they pulled out that picture, and he's like, "Yeah, that's the one." And it was also wasn't that picture from like Area Fifty One or something like that. So again, I think it's just that he didn't know how it worked, yeah. and he assumed it was measuring his bone density. Well, that's what they told him it did. Well, then they were fucking with him. If he even <laughs> worked there, I don't know, man. I think he worked there. Okay. So, supposedly, he went to Caltech and MIT. Uh-huh. Those are pretty big claims. Yeah. Neither school has a record of Bob. But like we said, it's not like the Los Alamos Labs, when she did work at, just hired him straight out of high school without any college education. Yeah, but how do you go simultaneously to two colleges? Because the timeline in which he talks about him going to Caltech and MIT, I don't know friend the being at, in, in, in my, at MIT taking him to classes, it doesn't make sense. You're halfway across the country on both. No, no, MIT has campuses out in California, I think. I'm almost positive they he do. He supposedly went to MIT. Yeah, the main institute. I don't think he said that. 
Bob got some tough claims to hold up for me anyway. Do you think Bob is lizaring? I think he's lizaring. <laughs> I really do. So there is uh, one of the most respected people in the UFO community even says Bob is full of shit. <clears throat> and that would be Stanton Friedman. Stanton Friedman, Stanton Terry Friedman was a nuclear physicist and a professional UFOologist who resided in uh, Fredericton, New Brunswick, Canada. He, he was the original civilian investigator of the Roswell UFO incident. Okay. Highly respected, been in the game a long time. He's been in this UFO game a long time now. <laughs> he worked on research and development projects for several large companies. He claims he checked all four schools Bob claimed to have attended, and only one, which was Pierce Junior College, had a record of Bob ever going there. And even then, Bob only took basic electronic courses in the late seventies. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Let me. Let me. Let me let's. Let's. Let's ask uh, our local conspiracy theorists. Uh, hey, John, do you think the uh, do you think the government could be covering it up? Mm. On this one, I'm still not sure. You're fucking. You're you, you. Are you serious? I am. You think the government is has a conspiracy <clears throat> to cover up the El Chupacabra, but you don't think yeah. that they could get rid of this man's college like records? I think that would be a harder feat. What? <laughs> what? How do you get? Okay, so if you went to MIT, you went to these colleges. There, you had to work next to many, many people. Yeah. How does not one fucking person know who you are? Dirt. Paid off, hypnotized, abducted, whatever the case might be. That's a huge number of people you, to erase somebody. Do, have you ever heard of the MK Ultra program? Do you think they're using acid? I, no, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, all I'm just saying is pumping is, LSD is, into is, MIT is for somebody who's <laughs> for somebody who's who's so such a big like government cover up thing guy person as yourself, um, and for you to not think. That it's possible for the government to pull this off. I don't know. I mean, this might be one of those things that maybe I don't want to dig too deep into. Because mm. <laughs> if the government is doing this, yeah. we've already heard their microphones pinging off. That's the what I'm saying, man. They're, they're already <laughs> in on us. Like, <laughs> Also, have you, have you did you ever try to wiki uh, Bob Lazar? Oh, yeah, it's weird. There's like nothing on there. It, it's all contradictive information. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, very, very For as much as this guy has out in the world... Very little can be found on Wiki, which, I mean, I, let's granted, Wiki's, like, not the best source of information, okay. but still. But also, so, what about this? The time, one school we do know he went to, uh, Pierce Junior College, his attendance record time there is mm -hmm. the same time that he says he was at MIT. Uh, I have no way of knowing that or disproving that. I mean, yeah, you wrote it down, but... But I'm saying I don't have anything. I don't have any information. I don't. It's not in my notes. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> so when Bob did graduate in August of '76, not June like the rest of his class from Pierce Junior College. Uh, again, he only took chemistry and minor electronic classes. Mm -hmm. He ranked 261 out of 369 students. Okay. That's not good. Okay. That's not good enough <laughs> to be admitted to MIT or Caltech. Can I ask you a question? Why? If we're talk, if if the big thing is proving that Bob uh, w did or did not work on UFOs, why are we concerned about his education? Because you have to be fucking brilliant to be able to masterfully deal with that. He shit. built jet engines. 
So can anybody. Oh, yeah, John? I challenge you, you to build a fucking car jet dragster? engine. Civilians have been making that shit for all uh, the time. Yeah, but you got to know your shit. You can't just build a fucking... You can't just do that. I've I seen his uh, little jet engine, a tiny prototype model. Vi- I watched the video that uh-huh. he put on a bicycle. Yeah, but did you also see the fucking dragster that he had? That thing was not playing around. It's just a big version of the little one. Listen, bro, you got to know your shit to build a fucking jet engine. You can't just pull that it's out of your ass. It's not rocket science. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it kind of is, but it's not exactly, but it's it's the closest thing to it. Come on, man. It, it, the dude know, knows his shit, and he's definitely brilliant. I, I think he he's above average on some of the things, yeah. but a lot of things that he says are contradictive to what physics as we know it actually also, proves. Also, the government, the government has... All the resources available to them, and I'll give you this. They could have picked anybody to work on these UFOs, and it is weird that they would have picked Bob unless they needed somebody with a different perspective and which Bob would have had. Or here's my theory. Okay. I think Bob was planted and paid by the government to put out this story like this as a disinformation agent, which the government has been known to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. I could get behind that. They, they, and they look make it look like it's this big conspiracy. It's disinformation just to keep the American public distracted. I could get behind that. So you don't know what's real, what's fake, because you got people out there trying to tell the truth, and you got people out there like, oh, yeah, this is totally it. This is what I did. Da, 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 da. I'm a whistleblower. No, it's disinformation. Yeah. That's how they keep control over national security. I could get behind that but, idea. You know, even aside from all that, there is a lot of evidence that this does disprove some of his S4 claims, specifically the science. So a craft distorting space-time doesn't make sense to many modern scientists. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> Since this, technically we are all distorting space-time at all times, we are all matter and atoms and electrons moving through space yeah, and time. Yeah, that's not the same. That's not the same thing. The craft, according to scientists, would have to do what Bob to do for it to do what Bob claims it did would need a wormhole. But the amount of power required to get that same amount of energy as converting all the matter in the earth into energy for even one go at a wormhole. Yeah, but when you're talking about like let's use the let's use the scenario that Bob was saying. It's like taking a nuclear reactor and dropping it in, you know, the the Victorian era. Okay. The, the it's creating all this power and they they wouldn't know how it works so they're trying to break it down and then eventually when they get to the core people are going to start dying but they don't know what radiation is so they're not going to know why these people are dying and then people are going to come to check on them and then those people are going to die also like what's the difference like we just we have no idea how like how these things are being like how, how it's manufacturing this much power that's the whole idea and like Maybe that's why I want to believe it, because it's like, that would be fucking sick. I mean, yeah. Like, okay, so let's let's say that is true then. Yeah. He has, that there is this dark matter energy hydron collider pocket sized, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this dark matter. But what do we know about technology? It's always getting smaller, right? It is true. Yeah. So for this reactor to work, mm-hmm. supposedly it works by smashing protons into element 115. Yeah, 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 yeah creating antiprotons uh-huh. that turns it into element 116, which immediately decays through fusion and creating an antiproton pair that would have a negative charge creating the power source, correct? Okay, I don't know <clears throat> anything about that. Uh, so now it's 
scientists have admitted that there is element 115. That is something we have created. Yeah. It's just unstable. Yes. And what he's claiming is highly that, unstable net with a half life of only like two point five seconds. And what and what Bob is claiming is that whatever civilization this is has been able to either synthesize a, a stable one fifteen or on the planet that they're from, it's available. Like fossil fuels are available here. Right. But the problem is if you're looking at the element periodic table. Uh huh. Element 115 could not possibly be stored or held at any capacity. Well, that we know of. He says there was hundreds of pounds at it at S4, just mm-hmm. sitting there like rocks. That's impossible. Element 115 is so named because of the number of protons in the nucleus, which is 115 to the atom. The claim is that element 15 was known was unknown before Bob went public. Well, that's not actually true because scientists were already working that as well. The heaviest element we can find in nature is uranium, mm-hmm. a.k.a. number 92 on the periodic <clears throat> table. But in the 60s, it was theorized heavier elements could be created and could exist around 114 protons. Mm-hmm. In 1989, a Scientific American had released an article. See, around that same time period, uh, Bob came up with this story, supposedly. In 1989, Scientific American had an article talking about exactly that element creation around 114. Now, in 2003, Element 115 was actually created. And in 2003, though, mm-hmm. 1989. Now, it was created and changed the name as Muscovian. Although, the only way to make it is in a particle accelerator, like CERN, by mm-hmm. smashing together ions of calcium <clears throat> into a mericium. But the Element 115 Muscovium has an incredibly fast half-life. The most stable version of the element, Muscovium-290, which was created, has a half-life of 0.65 seconds. Yeah. Which means it's decaying as fast as it's being created. Let me paint you an alternative. This is all all knowledge based on what? Science. And who is conducting these scientific experiments? The motherfuckers at CERN. Right, but what species is that? Human. And where are we from? Earth. Right. Okay. Now, let me paint you a different picture. What if <laughs> What if this, this civilization, okay. it comes from a planet where there is stable 115, right? Mm-hmm. Now, they might look at us and be like, yo, you guys have these jet engines and you guys are doing, that's fucking crazy. How are you all doing that? And we're like, oh, well, it's. It's oil. We get it from the ground. And they're like, that's fucking nuts. And then we're looking at them and they're like, move, like distorting gravity because that's their oil. Like, that's, they, that was just like, they didn't have oil. They had 115. So they were like, yeah, let's do this thing. And then we're like, yo, that's fucking nuts. How are you doing that? They're like, it's in the ground. So your, 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 your counter theory is that element 115 could be stable in a mass supply based on a different star system and element creation yeah absolutely I, my theory is is the is the universe is so vast and the 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 possibilities are endless and so for humans in all of our grand knowledge who have never even left our solar system yeah, we're we're like yeah, one fifteen is not possible. But like real in reality, come on now, anything's fucking possible. It rains diamonds on Jupiter. I mean, technically, 
That's fucking nuts. Like, <laughs> but diamonds are still lighter element. No, no, I understand that. But like diamonds here on Earth is like we got to go into the ground. It's hard to find. That's why they're so rare. That's why they're you know expensive. Unless of course they're created in a laboratory. But on Jupiter, it literally rains diamonds. <laughs> I can't argue that. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Like, am I saying that what all this right, man is saying so is true? No. Just scientific know knowledge, basic chemistry. Yeah, what okay? we know. What we know, basic chemistry. What we know. Stars produce heavier elements using fusion yeah, of yeah, atoms. Yeah. It's fucking wild. They how- only produce iron and nickel, 26 and 28, respectively, on the periodic table. Okay. To make anything heavier, they need more energy, a.k.a. a supernova, uh-huh. which is the explosion of a star. Yeah, happens all the time. The science of that alone... Based on our understanding. ...would not be able to still create, even if it did push out... Element 115, the mm-hmm. half-life of that element would be decaying as fast as it would be produced. Well, we've never been close enough to a supernova to actually discover what it would produce. But we only we know stars can only produce so much. Well, that's what we think we know. <laughs> I think the people I, I are think pretty that, smart on this. I think that you're giving humans a lot of fucking leeway here, man. Okay. I think I, I'm just saying, like scientists in general. Yeah. Uh, here's here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. All right, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I don't even give a fuck about Bob anymore. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're arguing the existence of Element 115. Fuck we're, you, Bob. No, we're we're arguing for the existence of aliens. Yes. Right. Now that that's not the argument. The argument here is yeah, is Bob telling okay. the truth. Yeah. Let's say let's say Element 115 was a crock of shit. Okay. Let's just say that. Let's say. That that was just something that they told him. But these spacecraft could still exist, and they're, they could be working on something totally different. Uh, alternative power sources. I yeah. would agree with that. Yeah, they could they could be they could have been lying to him about that. Do I think that there's a craft that could potentially do that? I think that I think that that makes sense. I think that like if you wanted to move a spacecraft the way that they're describing it moving, that would make sense. Gravity create... gravity distortions. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. sense. Yeah, so. I don't know. Because we're experts on gravity. Yeah, I mean, no. Yeah, I'm a big fucking ape, and I don't know shit. I'm just... <laughs> I, I'm using my child's brain here and and just hoping that, like, something like this could exist. And, and like, I want to get to Star Wars world. I do, too. <laughs> you know, I hear we're going to have flying cars soon. <sighs> wow, wouldn't that be something? Tesla's working on it. Get it together, Tesla, because I'm ready. <laughs> I'm fucking ready. Put your money in Tesla. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't... I don't know if I believe in. I guess my whole thing is is it's not necessarily that I believe in Bob or his story. I just believe in aliens. I think that's really what I'm arguing for. Yeah. And you know, and Bob saying that he's not making any money on all this. Yeah. I just I can't fucking agree with that. Do you know how many times he's shown himself went to alien cons, comic cons, whatever the fuck. Sure. People like me should be doing. I don't. Th- I don't think he has. He has merch. He has books. He has his story got blasted by the news media all over the whole fucking. Yeah, thing. Forty-eight hours of him coming out as Dennis. It, yeah, it was it all was, over the world. It was all over the world. Okay, so tell me this: mm-hmm. what better way to suppress your enemies from thinking they should attack you than think them thinking that we have somebody who's working on anti gravity? Fucking alien spacecrafts with superpowers. Ah, uh, I see. So could it could have been a, like a propaganda kind of thing. Yes, mm. that's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah, yeah, and I can get behind that also. 
I mean, that makes a lot of sense. How many people come out and say that they've, they've, had experiences with the government or spaceships yeah. or aliens, then their story doesn't blow up like this. Yeah. But his does? Yeah. Fucking Bob? And that was before the fall, the the collapse of the Russian government. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Because that was, what, 94? Somewhere was, on there. I think that's when the USSR fell. I'm pretty sure. That's not when Dude died. What is his fucking name? Oh, uh, Kuleshkov or whatever his uh, name was. No, fucking. That was the guy who invented the AK. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kalishnikov, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we know guns. We know guns. We don't know history. <laughs> no, what the fuck was his fucking name? The Russian dictator guy killed lots of people. Mussolini? No. That was the Italian guy. <laughs> fuck. Uh, fucking, mm, what is it? You're going to look it up? I'm going to look it up. God, thank you. Fuck me. You're going to look like idiots. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think it was like, what, uh, I think I'm no. It wasn't Boris Yelton. I think that's what's that's British. Briskin Boris. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was gonna say wasn't Boris the name of the uh, the the evil people on Rocky and Bullwinkle? I don't know. <laughs> what are we going to do today, Rocky? I, I don't know. What are you looking up? Are you looking up the Joseph Stalin? Fucking. Yeah, Brosif Stalin, bro. Brosif Stalin, um, bro. And when did he die? Uh, I don't know, but that mustache is sick. Oh, my God. 1953. Okay, and the dissolution of the Soviet Union was December 26, 1991. His story came out in 89 and blew up in 48 hours. So, yeah, you could make the argument that it was there you go. propaganda against the USSR. And the we- Chinese. And the Chinese. It basically, any nuclear yeah, governing it, sovereign yeah, nation. Yeah, because it would have made us look like we have something way more powerful than nuclear. Yeah. I mean, we just went on a whole thing there, but yeah. I mean, now, I'm, now I'm a believer, not in Bob Lazar, but I'm a believer that that was used as a propaganda. Yeah. So you just don't think that we have those craft at all? Oh, absolutely we do. <laughs> I just, don't pro- think, I just don't think Bob was it, fucking there. It was all propaganda on some shit that we actually had. <laughs> I just I just don't think that they had it to the level that they do now. Like, they had it, but they didn't have it back then. What do you mean? Like, they were working on the theory and on reverse engineering the tech. I believe that the government's been doing that since Roswell. Okay. But I don't believe Bob was there. Mm-hmm. I don't believe we had any control over any of it or have any idea how any of it works. I agree with that. Also, they were like, what they, they made the seats. He was describing the, the, like the interface and there was like no buttons or anything like that. Yet somebody was supposed to be able to pilot this thing. It was three seats in the yeah. middle of the upper deck. But the interfaces didn't have like buttons or anything like that. Meaning that they probably would have controlled it in a way that we don't understand yet. Somebody test flew this thing. Yeah. See, I don't, that I don't know pass. about that. either. That doesn't pass. Yeah. I, I don't I, I Yeah. Yeah, that's a good argument. Yeah. That's a good argument. So, wrapping up, Bob Lazar. No, we're not wrapping up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We should definitely go for like 10 more minutes. <laughs> Let's just talk about aliens. Okay. What do you got on aliens? <laughs> I know you did all this preparation for Bob. It was so bad. <laughs> what the fuck? I just want to shoot Bob in the face. <laughs> Bob, it's all your fault. Bob, no. Bob no, Bob Lazar. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta go into, we gotta go into the Lazar zone, bro. <laughs> Let's get Lazar. 
<laughs> next time we're gonna go pour up a drink or something. We should get. We should be like we're getting we're getting Lazard. Hey, do you want to play Lazard tag? <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, what's up with this guy's fucking name? <laughs> it's so bizarre. <laughs> Bob, that's the most American fucking name. And then they hit us with Lazar. Okay, no, no. For, for, to be fair, his mother, I think, was French, Italian, or something like that. Uh, when she was in you the know those documentary, French Italians, well, they can breed together. Jesus, that's such a racist. <laughs> oh, keep going. She was. Well, I just love. I thought it was really funny in the documentary where she was talking about her son, and she was like. Robert would never do such a thing. He is not a liar. Robert Lazar. <laughs> also, the company EJ and EG and J or E P B and J E G and G. Yeah, E G and G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The company that was supposedly like in charge of like hiring these people also did not have a record of this man. Again, my point. Again, like you could make the point, like this guy is full of shit. Also, you can make the point the government's definitely trying to cover up something. So, would you say it's easier for the government to completely erase somebody, or would you like from all those documents and all those people's minds and everything, or would you think that it would be easier for the government just to like not put in that work? I think and make it look like they did that. I think it would be easier. Like, wouldn't that be the smart way to do it? I think it would be easier for the government to run a. Uh, a campaign to smear this man's image, which might involve erasing. But again, if they're going to make this, which whole hey, we're, we could be doing that right now. If they're doing this whole propaganda, we thing, could be a cog in the wheel that is making Bob look like a fucking crazy person. I am not a cuck for the government. <laughs> I'm just saying we could be right now by by making it seem like Bob is crazy. What if we're helping the government? Is that why they are shooting us with lasers right now? Well, that's just because every time me and you meet, we're talking about some crazy shit. <laughs> Where if I go outside, there's a black SUV. I'm gonna flip. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're gonna fucking arrest us. Oh, it's, it, this is only a matter of time. Just oh. remember, we did this first, so anything they say is a falsehood. We're gonna make up all kinds of charges. Should we talk about the thing? We didn't talk about him doing the the hypnotism. Well, I didn't hear that part. I kind of like crap passed out. <laughs> So Bob went to uh, he went to do hypnotherapy or whatever. Okay, so um, he tried to do a little Barney Hill action. That'll be out by now. Okay. Barney Hill, past life regression. We just did this episode. Oh my god! Listen, listen, <laughs> Barney Hill. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, you UFO thing. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Do listen, you? listen. He went to go do <laughs> hypnotherapy. And he did, like, four or five sessions, and the whole thing was, like, for him to, like, try to, like, remember maybe stuff that he had in his subconscious. You know how hypnotherapy works. Why am I explaining this to you? Anyway, yeah, so he, went to go, he, he went to go do hypnotherapy, and um, one in one of the sessions, uh, he asked for a pen and paper, and he drew, it's my refrigerator, um, and he drew, like, this image and when he came to, he lo he was looking at the image. He was like, hey, like this this doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know what this is. They are like, that's fine. You know, the hypnotherapist was like, that's fine, no problem. But the hypnotherapist kept it and left it. And the next time that he, the ne his next session, he had it on the table for Bob to look at it again. As he was walking at it, he saw it from a different angle. So he warshacked it. I don't know what that is. Hold on a second. 
<laughs> and and as he was looking at it from this different perspective, he was like, "Wait, I do remember this." And apparently, it was in one of the like hundreds of pages of briefings that he had. And supposedly, it was a star map. And I'm gonna but I'm gonna get this wrong, so I'm gonna say it, and then I'm gonna Google it, and then you can rebuttal. Of Zeta Reticuli. That's the one. Of Zeta Reticuli, and that's crazy. Because in the last episode we talked about aliens, Zeta Reticuli 2 supposedly is where the greys came from. And that's the star map that Betty got shown to by that German Nazi alien. Dude. Oh. Well, they probably... Full circle. The government probably could have put that in there. Yeah. (laughs) Into the briefings to fuck with them. Yeah. That was in Project Blue Book. Unless... Um, cause you were, you were pro that star map motherfucker. I am pro that star map. He, and he drew it in a hypnotherapy, which means he at least saw it at some point, but that star map has been all over the the media mm, since, the dog, 50s. Dog, since the 50s though. Dog. <laughs> this star map is nothing new. It's bro. been around since the 50s. Yeah, but bro, that's, we just came full circle. We did come full circle. That's pretty crazy. Look, mm-hmm. I saw the wheels turning in your head. You were like, oh, Fuck. shit. Bob might be on something. <laughs> <laughs> Am I really going to flip my script oh in my like five minutes? And Whoa, go, let's get into this. Am I pro Bob now? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's crazy. I was going to look it up, and you were like, oh, no. <laughs> State of Reticuli 3. Jesus. I got to look it up now. I got to make sure that's what he said. He said 3, and I, I remember that being Zeta Reticuli 3 because... Betty and Barney Hill, their map was of Zeta Reticuli 2, which is only 39 light years away. It's very, very close to us. So, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Bob, Lazar, Zeta Reticuli. While you're looking that up, can we talk about... Yep, 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 yep. Bro. All right, well, let's talk about this. So, in the (laughs) earlier sessions with Bob Lazar, he was talking about his experience right when he was getting initiated into S4, right? Okay. He was talking about how he had to fill out all this paperwork yep. and he had to study these very, very anatomic, an- autonomy yeah, detail yeah, yeah. They had supposedly, sketches, yeah, layouts, yeah. dissections of aliens yeah. so he could understand their inner biological working to but help what, manifest but didn't, the ship. But didn't that happen? Well, we haven't done the Roswell episode, so I won't, I won't talk about that. Oh, but, yeah, we got but like, but like, did we just without teasing it too much? Did we have an alien? So he supposedly looked at drawings and sketches of very anatomically, scientifically laid out uh, sketches of a gray alien. And is that the one that visited us in Roswell? So that means the government could have had that information and uh-huh. could have been accurate. Uh huh. Where are the grays from? Reticuli. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck, I just came to Bob Lazar. <laughs> I just came to Bob Lazar. <laughs> I Lazard myself. Oh shit, I just Lazard myself. <laughs> I Lazard all over the place. <laughs> you I, get a Lazard. You get a Lazard. You get a Lazard. <laughs> Remember 10 minutes ago when you wanted to wrap this up and now boom! We just blew the lid off this whole motherfucking case. Fuck! <laughs> It's all connected, okay, man. Okay, but wait, but wait. What were you gonna say about the whole about him looking at the sketches and stuff? Oh, nothing other than he was just probably getting all horned up off of it. <laughs> I 
I mean, he really goes into detail when he talks about it. Like he was like, his, he talks about it like it was the hottest thing on earth. He was just what like, they, what they oh, call these the aliens and and their biology. I love looking at their biology. No, no, I got something, Bob. I love looking at their biology. <laughs> their biology is so it's fascinating. They, they had a uh, they had a they have no penises. They had a uh, uh, a nickname at us for for the. Do you remember what it was? For what? For the aliens. Oh yeah. The kids. God damn. The kids. Isn't that weird? But wait, wasn't the Greys? Oh well, that could be because they're from different planets, maybe. Uh huh. Because the Greys from the. Um. Lady Reticuli. Yeah, but the, from the other story that we just covered. I forget her fucking name. Betty. Betty. Thank you. Fuck. Weren't they tall? No. I thought they were more like man-sized. No. Four foot or less. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, now I remember. So the greys are like the children of the universe, basically. Kids. Yeah. It's weird, But they're man. also like the one of the wisest. That's freaky. Don't you love that? That abduction bottle. Of that gray, that is the t- that's like the weird, scary gray. I like the cute little gray, like ET. <laughs> was ET a gray? It was brown. <laughs> I'm not racist. I don't see color. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm not. Ra- I'm not species. Why was he? Why was he brown? <laughs> brown, wrinkly, like he looked like a melted M M&M. and M. Melted Reese's pieces. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's more on brand for the movie. Yeah. Okay. But wait, okay, all right, all right. From what you know from the greys of Zeta Reticuli, could they possess a craft of this nature? I mean, most common gray sightings happen with uh, cylindrical crafts. The ones that he described. That move in ways that he describes. Mm. And they're also the most common visitors. Are you pro-Bob? I think you're (laughs) pro-Bob. I'm bobbing off. (laughs) (laughs) All we're saying now at this point is what we can agree is that Maybe a little bit more leaning towards yes than no. But then again, okay, so still on the side of error to caution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is all that information that Bob talked about not stuff that was already kind of public in some of the UFOlogist circles? Like, it's it's been We'd out there. We'd have to look into that. Because I, I, mean, I have to really, really think about it. But I you were think... also You were also, earlier in this episode, trying to disprove the, the technology that he was discussing. No, I said it was a plot. If it, there, I did say that if there was going to be a spacecraft that moves, it you, could be like that's that. Ve- that would be your, the most yeah. Your logical. whole thing was like the one fifteen, but we also already talked about a scenario where maybe it wasn't one. Yeah, because he said all you got to do is put the element one fifteen into the reactor, close the lid, and there's no wires, there's no buttons, it just fucking works. Yeah, I don't know any. Well, not, well exactly. There is no way. <laughs> it, well, you can cre- smash two <laughs> atoms together just by. Putting them into a box. I don't know. Can the Greys do it? No. You don't think so? Unless they're using telepathy. Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) I want so much not to be able to believe in Bob, but god damn. Also, like, wasn't he saying, like, when he went to go touch the reactor, it was like there was a, a, like, Uh, it was was a force magnet. It was a force field pushing him away from it. Which also. What? How cool of a lab partner would it be like day one? Hi, my name is Barry. Why don't you go touch that glowing thing? <laughs> the last guy died. Let's see what but happens. What was, what was weird to me, what was weird to me, because I don't think I've ever seen any UFO footage. Granted, I haven't seen a whole, whole lot. I would say probably more than the average person, but probably not like as much as like an enthusiast. I've never seen 
one fly the way that Bob was saying, which actually the way Bob was saying it would fly, you know, belly first because it would. That's where it's creating the the gravity distortion from those. Right. It makes sense that it would fly belly first, but I've never seen any footage of that. Well, couldn't it fly belly first in our perspective, but also be like that slim edge? That's the point that's moving. That's your break. So. What the fuck was that? Is that gunshot? <laughs> what the fuck is happening right now? This is every time we record, damn it. This is the weirdest fucking one, though. Like, we've had so much shit happen no, while we record. No, I think, I think you've had your fucking mind blown because you're starting to be on... Bo- you're you're oh. bobbing... You're bobbing Lazarin. I'm bobbing weaving, baby. You're, you're... <laughs> <laughs> How many puns can we fit into one episode? <laughs> Oh, my Jesus. God. That's crazy, though. That's no, crazy. I, I, I think so. A lot of the UFO videos that I've seen, um, there's uniform movement. Mm-hmm. There's even some that move um, outside of the realm of gravitational movement. They they are almost organic. Have okay. you seen any of those ships? No. The organic ships, they almost look like inchworms, like you see, like they reach out and touch a point, and then they snap uh, the rest of like the ship that. back to it. That's gross. And then they like reach it. another point, and they no. bam, smack up to it. No. That's the ones you see darting all over the fucking sky like nah, inchworms. I'm good. I'm good. We're gonna cover an episode that's either gonna talk about whether or not those are alien spacecraft, or mm-hmm. if there is literally some kind of intelligent bioluminescent space worm, space worm in our atmosphere. <laughs> in the atmosphere. In the atmosphere. Wouldn't it be an atmosphere worm? Well, think about it. If we have microbial creations and beings and uh, bioluminescent creatures in the sea, why couldn't they be in our air, in the upper echelons of the atmosphere? I feel like we would have. Feeding off of our emissions. I feel like we would have probably seen them. You have! In those videos where you see those glowing... Well, I haven't seen the videos. Yeah, we're going to have to cover that. Yeah. But, okay, so... Let's wrap it up. I'm still 60-40, Bob. I'm, I'm, I'm 60, and mostly that comes from me just believing in aliens. Not necessarily Bob's story. However, I think that we can make the point that maybe Bob was fed a lot of misinformation, and, mm-hmm. and he might have actually worked on these craft. Possibly. And the guy who uh, released Bob's story, that news guy, George Knapp? Yeah, yeah. He recanted all of his shit and said Bob's probably full of shit. Like, he basically said that. So, I don't know. If, if the guy that says, oh, yeah, we got to get your story out there is kind of like, I don't know anymore. That's not what he said on the documentary. That 30 documentary, years later, though. That documentary is only like a year ago, or a year old. What? The, uh, the audio we played today was recent. Did he say that he didn't believe in Bob's thing in that? He said that he doesn't think that some of that could be true. Where do you stand? I'm bouncing, I'm bobbing up and all that. I don't know that I think either Bob's full of shit or Bob was fed a lot of misinformation. I think Bob is the mis... Okay, this is where I stand. I think Bob is the misinformation agent put out by the government to tell us truths that we're supposed to think are fake because they're true and they don't want us to know the truth so they want us to think that the truth is fake. So the only way they could do that is to reverse psychologically mindfuck everybody and just create this whole fucking realm of is he telling the truth? Is he not telling the truth? Did he go to MIT? Did he go to Caltech? Is he telling the right? Did his wife really fuck that flight instructor? We don't fucking know! Couldn't have said it better myself. You want to end this episode? 
This has been another episode of Wolf Takes a Bite. Thank you for all of your uh, patience with this crazy, crazy train ride we call Bob Lazar. We're out! <laughs>